Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit penfed.org slash powercash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Celtic Now and for our podcast. My name is Ryan Clifford. Today we're joined again by Robert Boyle on the panel. Robert, how you doing my man? Hi Ryan, how you doing? Not bad, mate, not bad. Um, obviously, this week's uh, this episode is about the game against Hibernian. Disappointing result, um, underwhelming result. A lot of things we can talk about. Um, first of all, your thoughts on the game at the full-time whistle, Robert? Um, disappointed, Ryan. It's not a point gained after you watch two points dropped in this crucial season. Um, I just feel... There needs to be a change sooner rather than later before it's out of their grasp. I just feel that all season we've been absolutely poor, to be honest with you. I don't feel I can remember a time watching as a season, Europe or domestically, where I could turn and say, Wow, we look good there. We look like a team mm-hmm. that could actually go in and win 10 or win on our treble or even progress in Europe because it just all looks like a total shambles to me. It's so very, very good all season. I think in the day, coming back to doing all the two weeks, it's kind of covering the, the cracks, shall we say. Um, I think even if we did come back and win the game, it's just covering the cracks that are there. And as you say, apart from maybe 45 minutes against Aberdeen, the game against Habs was, was all right, but it's not been anywhere near the Celtic that we've known the last four or five years, really. Um it's just poor on it, and obviously going to the game today, formation that like, yeah, I know we've spoken about the four five one for me. Just I know it's not a four five one. By the way, it works out. You get one up front, and for me, it just doesn't work. I don't know why we keep playing it. I yet he can't play it front yourself. He wasn't signed for that penalty box player, and again he's playing it front yourself. And for me, he's kind of getting looked, looked about like a mug because he's not getting utilised to what we signed him for. I just feel like Ryan Seaman Edwards scores two goals for France under 21s mm-hmm. during the week. Um, I think that the guy's confidence must have been rocketed sky high. He's probably getting his touchback confidence back. He should have started for me all day long. Um, but to no play him, just I think it's very, very baffling why he doesn't start him with it. For me, you're right there because I think you're going to play your best players no matter how. I know players can play bad and the dips in form, but for this type of this type of season, it's your best players get them on the park. I don't really bother to me if they're playing poor or playing bad. You just need to play them because we've obviously no got the guys to come in that we did have two, three years ago. Especially when Edward hasn't been on playing very well, 
but surely if he goes and scores two goals and breaks a record for France under 31 during the week, the guy's confidence must have been at a rocket high, you know what I mean? You've got to go and play him and say, right, this guy's full of confidence. He's a match winner for us, and on his day, he's the best player in Scotland without a shadow of a doubt. He's unplayable. So why does he then go and put him on the bench today? It just doesn't make sense to me. It's baffling, isn't it? I think a lot of fans will think the same. And if you only play a Yeti up front, play with him, Ray Griffiths, Edward, play a partner. It doesn't matter who you're playing against, like in Scotland, if it's Rangers, Aberdeen, Hibs, for me, you've got to play two up front because, again, for me, Elanusi and all, he's, if you're playing him and the way he plays it, you're not utilising him either. It's just. For me, the one up front is just what to go. It's, for me, it doesn't work. Um, it's never worked. I've never liked it as a player when I played. I didn't like it. I've never liked watching it. Celtic playing it, I just, I just don't like it. And for us to go forward, I think, if you want to play attacking football, one man up front doesn't work. I see you're saying all that. I feel a 4-4-2 is years I've played football, watched football with everything else. It's the most balanced tactic you can get in football. And if you're the guys who know how to get it, I mean, it's, it's the best tactic because you've got a flat four at the back, you've got a flat four in the midfield and you've got two up front. Mm-hmm. So you can then could in the wings and doubling up on the wings. You've mm-hmm. not got that big space in, in the middle of the park, like in just the number 10 row where people can go missing at times. Mm-hmm. You get two strikers. You can get rather than try to get it to number ten, get it to the striker. You can then yeah, see if you want to go long. You can go long because you've got two up front. See if you want to go down the wings. You've got two in the box. You've always got two options in there. We one behind the striker. He doesn't always bust a gut to get into the box to help the striker. There's balls coming in from left, right. One guy in the box isn't really. That's not going to benefit anybody unless you've got a fucking Haaland or something for fucking Borussia Dortmund. You know what I mean? A big powerful guy who can when he doesn't do practically everything, you know what I mean? So I just feel 4-4-2, get Griffiths and a Yeti up front, or get Edward, a Yeti, or Griffiths and Edward, and just, in Scotland, you should be gone for it against him, as you say. There's nothing to stop you for doing that in Scotland. As long as if you're coming up against technically absolutely gifted footballers in the middle of the park, you go, sometimes you'll need to kind of overcrowd mm-hmm. him in the middle of the park. You know, that's where the, I feel... We should be doing that. I get it in Europe. It's a balance to your, to your team. Sometimes because you're playing against right quality teams. We're 4-2-3-1 and you maybe need to protect the back line there. But even the two sitting holders, they're not protecting the back line there. So what is the point in them even being there? Because you're, you're bringing Brown in front of your back four and you've got McGregor in the front of your back four. I feel McGregor in front of your back four you're wasting the guy at times. No, definitely. I feel like he could be a bit further up the park, especially in Scotland, where he can start damaging teams and taking the ball out a bit further up and running at people. He's at the back. He's, he's travelling too far to get involved in a game. Mm-hmm. If you have him 10 yards further up and getting the, the centre-half to pass him, say, by the halfway line and getting him to turn, it then opens up defences. But try to get 70 yards away from goal, it's... He's then got two or three guys that can take tackles him. You know what I mean? It's just, I just find it baffling. See, even the games, I think it was the Aberdeen game, McGregor played further on, and you see the difference? He's not a defensive midfielder. He's, he gets the ball and he plays the ball forward. And the first half, I think, relaxed that again. Um, there was, we had a few clear chances, and yet he had his. He done well, yeah, he took the ball in, turn, poor finish, but again, like you are saying, there was nobody again getting that killer pass, and because there's only one man up front, as soon as Elanousi or Black Sox hit the balls in for a wider front pong, there's nobody there. It's just going to have a goalie and he's catching it, and for me, the two up front, it's got to, it's got to happen. Um, as you said, it gives you better options. It means if you want to get a guy up to defend, you can go, you've got that option, but as you say, I think for me, the, the one man up front just doesn't work, and again, the day it proved it. I mean, 
the subs came on and changed the game and we went to basically a bit. Again, talking about the subs, we'll talk about the subs in the new because I'm talking about it. Edward came on in a Yeti can math. Does that win a game and you're bringing a guy over a guy after the same position? It's, why not do that at the start? Have two up front at the start of the game? Aye, why not? When you're tailing, get two guys up front to then give you a chance of getting back into the game rather than going like for like. I feel mm. that's where Lennon goes like for like. Constantly, he doesn't have a plan B, doesn't know how to change things, and I think it's going to be the downfall of him, to be quite honest with you. I feel he's literally hanging on with a last thread. Um, I, I think even scoring that he cries the other day just papers are cracks, as you say, Ryan. It just doesn't, doesn't make sense to me that we hold mm-hmm. on to him because there's no like it's not like we've been brilliant for two months and we've just had a wee bot like two or three games when you go. Ugh. Just going through a bad patch. That's we've been having a bad patch for the first game of the season. Right, all season. It's just everything. It's amateurish how we've worked the season. Attack signposts. Um, we lost Damien Duff. We bring in Gavin Stratton. It's just then the goalkeeper situation. We sign a guy for five million. We play him. Don't think he's up to it. We drop him out the team. Then the guy's probably won confidence. Then we bring Duffy in. He's had a nightmare. We've dropped him at the team. It's like, as if we've not made one sign and it's going to impact this season. It just seems like everything that could go wrong has went wrong for this season. And whether it be COVID, whether it be injuries, we just, but we just, I feel the management just don't get enough at the players. The players mm-hmm. don't want to be playing for them, as far as I'm concerned. Because obviously, the first half we had made the game and I kind of didn't have. Didn't have any thought that I have some troubles, to be fair. Um, then obviously the second half, Scott Brown with a penalty. I know he, he was sitting the night thinking, I know what I've done, it was fucking stupid, but a guy has experience, what the fuck are you doing, man? Just let the... Martin, Martin Brown's gone absolutely nowhere. It's it's yeah. needless and, again, is it because maybe his legs are away now and his seat's mentally gone right now? He can't play anymore? At this level, I don't know. It's just I've got a lot of respect for Brown. I don't really want to criticise a guy because he gave us, but you need to criticise guys when they've not played well. And to be fair, up to that, he played well. I think I don't Twitter his cigars were out. If the cigars were out, the was out, he brought it. And then he made a stupid last decision. And it's half like my dad says, I mean, that could have just caused, caused the manager to joke. I me. just feel Scott Brown's been poor all season, to be quite honest with you. Absolutely piss poor. And Lennon's played him practically every single game, which again just baffles me at times. We all love Scott Brown, we all know what mm. he can do, but to play him every other game just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It's about game management, as we already spoke about before in previous podcasts. He's got to manage him better and say, right, he's, he just doesn't look. Rogers was sublime, he was brilliant, he was covering the grass. He just now he just looks like he couldn't do half of what he'd done under Rogers, and he just I think you need to manage him better. And I think McGregor probably works harder because Brown isn't up to what he used to be, so it's probably bringing McGregor's game slightly down a bit, you know what I mean, in that sense. Um, but that comes to the manager, they obviously trust in Brown, but to me, the new Scott Brown and Neil Lennon. Well underachieving um, this season, and something needs to give. That's my opinion on that one. And I agree with you because, as we can mention, I don't know if it was the last podcast I mentioned uh, before, but we Sean, um, can I say we needed somebody else to like, help Scott Brown? But I think now Scott Brown's involved in is what he could, and then other players are trying to do it, and there's no balance to the team because. He's not a passenger in the game because he's still got a, he's still contributing to the, the game. But as you say, it's not as much as he was. It's just I I I personally said it to my dad recently. I think the COVID, the three or four month after Tilton, I think he's totally killed him because he's he's no played in four months, no trained to high intensity for four months. I think that's totally it's maybe decreased the level he's playing at. Again, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, yep. But I think for the goal of the day, if that penalty of the day was, it was criminal. Aye, 
It was stupid, absolute stupid. But he's done that a few times. You know what I mean? Sorry, decisions like that, Scott Brown. I just, today I just feel it's just another blow to this, this season. And I think that will give Rangers confidence and more to go and scale Aberdeen with about three or four goals. Because they'll just smell blood. I feel that's just, we're just giving them every opportunity to push further clear. If they win tomorrow, they've got 11 points clear us. Mm-hmm. Which is quite a lot of points at this start. It's not even December yet. I know you've got two games in Horn, but I don't care about games in Horn. It's I'd rather have the points on the board. Like last season, we had the points on the board, and that was it. Um, there's just a lot of things happening. The game of the second goal of the day, it was just a fact. Top of the It's like a long ball, isn't it? Aye, but on the penalty, being saves it, good save. I think, right, Bounty saved it. Just going, as you said before, with the moon. They're just expecting them to score the penalty. Maybe they chased the ball in, but I think I have, but he's five, he's five seconds too slow. They expected the ball to hit the net, the players, and that to me just is a team of individuals. Aye. A team of absolute individuals with no guidance, no management for the manager on, on the side of the park. The two wing backs are still gung ho, which we've mm. already spoken about. We're con- we've conceded. 17 goals in our last 10 games. To me, that's... You need to get back to basics of defending. Why are we playing? Why is Fring Pong still playing El, ha- El Hamid? El Hamid's a defender. A far better defender than Fring Pong. Fring Pong's only 19, but he insists and keep playing him because he, he wants his attacking option. But it's already been an attacking option. But if you can't defend, why are you playing him? At the end of the day, we need to sort the defence in the back line and we're still not sorted it. We're still being stupid and doing the same stupid mistakes. A long ball at amateur level, what happened today for their second goal? You've done at amateur level. Well, Somebody be screaming at you. Mm-hmm. You'd be screaming at you for the side of the park, telling you you're an absolute dumpling, or letting a big ball come flying early tap and not even going for it. It's just criminal, mate. It's absolutely amateurish defending. I can When I played football, I was, as you know what? I was a money wee bastard on the park. After park, I'm quiet as hell, but on the park, if I was up front and I seen that, I'd be beginning off my, my fucking heat. Excuse my French, but I would be getting absolutely bonkers. It's just, as you say, just no defending. What's that? Nobody gives people abuse for being shite because they're scared in case they hurt their feelings. Scared of bullying and all that carry on. Again, if you're shite, you need to get told you're shite. I've had it in the past. I have had a wee man in the debate, you're shite, ain't cool. I didn't play for three or four weeks. That's just what happens in football. You need to get told you're not playing well. Again, but I know there's a way I'm maybe saying it in the dressing room, you might absolutely do it, but when and again, F again, we'll talk about it, but it's moving basically, sort the players again. There's a way of doing it, but the second goal for us, it kind of rubs salt on the wins. It's just... It doesn't surprise you anymore because it's from that all season. We silly mistakes and you've got to think these guys are no they're not amateur players. You some logging. International experience players just win the ball. As it's all individuals, they're all expecting somebody else to do their job for them. That's that's to me that's what it looks like where the park. They're all they're no playing as a unit. They're no talking to each other in the park. It's all mm. just individually. I'll not get it. No, oh, he'll get it. And it's just all looking about each other. It's all looking for somebody to do. wants to take, grab the game with the scruff of the net mm-hmm. or the balls, as you like to say. See, right, I'm taking responsibility for this. I don't care if I'm white my own player and their player. I'm making sure I get to that ball before anybody. There's no go to that. There's no leaders. A spine of your football team is the most important bit of your football team. There's no leaders at the back. I thought Duffy was coming to do that, but he can't even lead himself, that guy. Um, Brown's lost the leadership in the midfield and up front it gets changed like around it gets changed every week with who's playing up front we don't know who's playing up front so it then becomes the spine of your team is the backbone of your team which isn't there and your Celtic's team now. so we either go if we go with a new manager or we go with Lennon that's the, the three bits that needs to be identified the spine of your team and then try and get players run about outside that run about it but that's the three where you need leaders in the park. Well, see, obviously, 
you're talking about the spine night under Rogers. You had either Shevchenko, Macy Time, yeah. and Samanovic, and then you had Benkovic when they were coming last yeah. year. Normally, the same centre backs. It was right, and to be fair, see looking back now, they were fucking good defenders compared to what we're maybe going to now. Um, you always said Brown McGregor was a two, and Charms, it was obviously day three, and you did Ward, Dembele, Edward, or Griffiths. So you basically think that co-op was, was bang on. Very rarely did it move, and I agree with you, with up front, he's had a go to stick with, if he believes his philosophy is a big word these days, I'll fucking use it. Right. If that's what he wants to play, one up front, decide to do it as, and play him, meaning this, Changing the 55 minutes because that's you holding your hands up and saying, I've made the right choices again. You know, as my dad says to me during the game, neither of us wait till 60 minutes for us to change it. If, if, that's what baffles me, I know. See, see when he's, he went to change the game, takes Brown off and brings Shane Duffy on. What? You're three winning the game, so why the fuck is he changing it to what's Shane Duffy or a fucking attacking midfielder or something? You know what I mean? He's too a defensive. When Cole Brown just a midfielder and brings a defender on when you get beat. Why is that tactic? Where does that come from? You know what I mean? Where, where does that change a, a game for you? Nice. I just find that very, very baffling tactic, mate. Or substitution, if you like that. The thing for me is, it's alarm bells again. We'll talk about the, the subs. I think Hibs, was it 52 minutes scored or something, whatever it was. He waits about seven minutes to put on Edouard, but he swaps him in our sub. You're thinking, well, if I win the game, you play two up front, you don't swap, because it's still going to be the same situation. It doesn't matter if it's Edouard, Ronaldo, or fucking Messi. He's still going to be up front himself. So, and then, as you see, you bring on Duffy and Griffiths, you bring on Griffiths 72 minutes, What so you get fucking 15 minutes to, to do what? Made a difference to him and Edward up front, but... Aye, we've seen, seen the interchange right away. I've had my dance. He's like, you go. It's only part five minutes and he's made two chances just already. Many it's... times have they played up front this season together? Mm-hmm. I don't think they have. I, have don't, I don't think I can count them on my own, mate, to be fair. I don't think they two have actually played up front together this season. I don't think they've started a game together. And if that's where he wants to go, get rid of the 3 5 2, go 4 4 2. And get a couple of weeks to let day two and build a partnership up again. And a 4 4 2 is a great balance to them, as I said. All the teams in the world that used to use a 4 4 2, they're Leicester. When I mean, this 4 2 3 1 push came in, mm-hmm. won the league with a 4 4 2 uh, under uh, Bungary. Because you know what it was? Nobody was used to having two players point against the two mm-hmm. centre halves. May centre halves have got it easy now, two centre halves against one uh, state. It baffled teams when he went 4 4 2 and won the league with Leicester. Because he had he had all his attacking options. He had Vardy, he had the wee, I can't remember the wee Japanese boy up there. Um, and they were I brilliant. Know his, I know his name, but I know his name. I can remember him picturing the guy. You know what I mean? That's I'm saying um, with 4 4 2. If you've got the right players, a 4 4 2 will work nine times out of ten, in my own opinion, that is, obviously. I, I've, I've always been a big believer of 4-4-2. I know it's old school, and it's but when you play 4-4-2, the players know what they're doing. I, I don't think the players know what they're doing in this. I don't think the manager knows what he's doing. You yeah, a 4-5-2, a 4-3-3-1, a 4-3-3. It changes constantly. Guys are all over the place, isn't it? Because as, as you're talking about it, for me, one of the past marks of the game is Laxalt. I, I know the first five minutes he had to be... I thought he was brilliant, um, and his finish, his second goal was what a finish that was. For, um, I think he's a very good player. I think it's one of the finds of the season. One of the finds my boss have brought in. Um, it's a shame that we brought him in, and he's the only one that's really performing. And everybody else in Aberdeen was no doing the job that the boys did. You know what I mean? You would think with him raising this game, it would raise mm. other people's games. But again, it's awful individuals and. I don't know what I get to tell when they go in the park, but it doesn't look disjointed to me. Just look because as you were talking about, um, B. Jeremy Frimpong, again, I think he's the right back for me. He's got to be El Hamid. He's stronger. He's moving always quick, but he's so quick. He can, his delivery is much better. Frimpong gets the man and goes 
wouldn't do a day with him. He's just weak. And um, I still think, as much as I like El Hamid, I still think we need to get an all right back. Because I don't think we can trust us here, maybe. Again, I don't know if that's just my opinion. My opinion I, would, I oh. think if El Hamid can stay clear of injuries, he's a really, really good player, but he's very injury prone. That's his only downfall, I'd say. Um, I thought last season, before he got injured, he was outstanding. Mm. His defensive work at Ibrox in the 2-0 game was absolutely brilliant. The blocks he was putting in, he's defending, and he's very calm on the ball. Um, I think a guy needs a run in the games now to find his fitness up, but when we're learning to see that, I don't know why it's just back. For me, the back four, strongest back four is Ohamed. Ayer, Julian and Laxalt. There's your four. I think if they play in, if they play week in, week out, it gives you a balance. And I think Julian gets his critics, but in the big games, he's normally done all right. Lazio, Rangers, years last game. He, he, last, I think he's seen he's a big miss. To his, yep. um, he's a big presence, especially at set pieces. Um, Ayer, I think Ayer's been our best player all season. I think Ayer's been brilliant. Again, I've always said he's had a bit of He's, he's always got a, a mistake in him, but the last few weeks he's been really good. Um, we've got to get a settled, settled team. We've got to get a settled back four. We've got to get a settled back four. That's the places on the part I would say you shouldn't have changed as your back four and your goalkeeper. That needs to be settled because that changing it to beat on to Duffy, Duffy to Ayer, Ayer to Duffy, it just, just there's no balance to the team then. It just doesn't, doesn't work. You know what I mean? That needs to be a settled back for my goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. He's that also needs to be something you bring in in January, then that needs to be. With the goalkeeper, right? Scott Bain and Rodgers here was basically third choice. Yeah. Which one are we talking about this? And then. And we like to go Craig Gordon. Last season, Craig Gordon, Foster, and Bain. Gordon was to me with Sylvie Class as number two. So now you've got Bain, so you're third choice. And now he's number one. That that doesn't work at any level of football. Do you know what I mean? So for me, the guy I think you've got to give Barkas. You pay the money from just play him and see because you've got to give him a. I think you've got to give him. A, I know he's only had ten games to play. He's only been with four or five games in a row. He's not actually, and I don't think he's on much run personally. That's just my opinion. I know some fans say it doesn't fill his with confidence, but. He's not actually made, apart from maybe one goal against Rangers, they all died on one goal against maybe Ferenc Barros. But they're no pure howlers, do you know what I mean? Um, the problem is that you've had Fraser Foster in goals this season, the four who's pulling up for a class save. So, it's hard to, mm. to live up to that, you know what I mean? No matter who you're coming in. That's it. Uh, I think that's what people were expecting him to do a Fraser Foster. Well, that's the difference is We'll take the guy tight to settle, but it's a thing, an area that we should have identified a way long before Fraser Foster wasn't coming back because obviously he wasn't coming back and now everybody's shouting we need him back in January. I would love to have him back, but why did he not come back in the summer? What was the big issue there? It's, again, you let go Craig Gordon, which I thought, again, I thought was baffling because I think the guy's so brilliant. Still, still could do a job for us. Um, were they banking on Foster signing and that's why they let him go is there something broke down in the negotiations or something is it somebody moved the goalpost somewhere it's just there's a lot of things as you say that are no right now and football teams you need to be settled for your goalie to your back your core it's going to be a settled team and we're not settled at all and eventually you Duffy You'd Edward, Griffiths, Elhamid on the bench, and for me, they guys again, Duffy and his and his peak should be able to come on your team and no be a star, but he should be comfortable and be playing week in week out. But he's also came and had a dodgy start, but. Mm-hmm.
Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Jason Griffiths, Edward, and Alhamdulillah, even in Cham. See, honestly, see, see the day, as much as I would never like to any point argue back to managers, right? Five minutes ago, when he's putting in Cham on, I would honestly wait around, fuck you. Seriously, five minutes ago, and you're putting me on. What, what is the point? That's him saying that I could just put a sub on. That's, that's the way I see it. I, I think that's just ridiculous. It is, personally, that's just, I don't think. five minutes is a bit. Where's he going to do in five minutes to win the game? I know. As you're saying, no plan B. He's just putting the subs on. Like for like. Everything's like for like. And then I seen the day. Slacking was showing Edward Dines on. He or his laptop and iPad. He's not, he's not just on and do your job. I don't know why he sports that. I know it's probably the way sports science and tactics. and It's too here the game. See, see, what, you, what, what do you what do you talk about? Just going to part of your joke. Then there's iPad and iPhone shite. Go and do this and Mark come and do this. It's it's mental. You, you get rid of the manager, aye. Oh, it's 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 sacked after the game. It's been sacked after the day. Again, it's been sacked after. Sacked after Sparta. 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 But today, yeah, he basically slaughtered the players today. But for me, that's a guy that can't take the criticism. He's in responsibility and he's putting it on the players because he knows he's he's done it wrong. Him and his backroom staff, if he goes, John Kennedy's got to go and Gavin Strack needs to go. See here, if you're going to go about the manager and bring in a new manager, you need to let that manager have his full control mm-hmm. transfers. Full control of bringing his own backroom staff as I've as I've already said to you before in a previous podcast is why did Neil Wynan accept a job when he wasn't allowed to put his own backroom staff? I know that's strange. Why, why would you put yourself out there to that hung it to dry mail list to say that you don't get to check you don't get to pick your own backroom staff? That to me right away is somebody's time why your hands behind your back. Mm-hmm. Because what's to say you've got all these guys that they're picking for you? I know, I know. Opinions on things you might think. More defensively, just say for instance, you might be more attacking. I mean, obviously you could have that with your own guys that you bring in, but most of the guys, if it's your own coaching staff, he's all on the same wavelength. He's on what exactly what you want. So that to me just is disjointed right away that they don't get to pick their own backroom staff. And um, I just find it very, very baffling that he he let Celtic board dictate to him about what backroom staff that he was allowed. Just as we all know that he, he, he done well last season. No, I when he came in after Esther Rogers the year before, and he came in to me there's a short gap after one of the trebles. So look, Neil, thanks for your efforts. Brilliant, you've, you've done what you've asked you today, but thanks. So see you again. Enjoy your rest of career and good luck, best wishes, whatever. But the fact that Lowell basically came out and says, we didn't interview any other manager, we didn't look at any other, wait a minute, you're getting paid 60 grand a week. Today, I help. Aye, 60 grand a week, 3.5 million pound a year, today what? Just manage your books and drawers, there's 18 million pound in the bank. <laughs> we're all rosy, we've spent money, we've got money, but we've got a mediocre manager. Listen, Lennon, See the way I look at it, right? He gets used to it, it helps for the players. So yeah. I've heard. 
I, I don't want to say it's in stone, but the way you've read the media and the press and whatever else, we can bury, blah, blah, blah. You can chase out the players, and it's somewhat, it's maybe gone that same way now. Because uh, he's maybe, he, I, I know they say, they say don't go back, didn't they? Aye, they always say that about players' um, managers a lot. Um, nine times out of ten, it doesn't work. I thought he's right. What he's done at that particular point goes to the final, mm-hmm. win the final, brilliant. But then, just I feel like it was just a, oh, riding on a high, let's give Neil winning an appointment. And he's a cheap option. And Aye. who did we say? And that's yes, the way man. I feel. I remember, after, I remember after the cup final feeling quite deflated, after we just won oh. the treble. And I was talking to my mate, and I was like, I feel deflated as if you've just been getting the rules that you've won the lottery, but... Did you get the money? <laughs> aye, the, the money's been held up. Um, you're, you're like, oh, that's big high, and it's like, oh, your ticket might be a fraud type of thing, uh, you know what I mean? No, just I was like, the same. How happy you are, and then you go, I've just announced Neil Lennon as a manager, and the shivers. Uh, I know. Something you would get it for fucking shucks and juniors. I know. You know what I mean? I know. It's just, it just baffled me, mate. It was a cheap option, and that's what they want. The ride on because they probably didn't have anybody else. If we lost that final, they would have been scrabbling about going, oh, who did we put in there? That was the option. I just think that she, for so-called money in the bank, it's a oh, massive fan base, mass, I know the league's no shape. It's still a good opportunity for a manager to come in. And obviously, we were talking, again, the manager's still in charge as we speak, so you don't really want to talk about replacements, but I think we've got to because as you, I, think he's, I just think he's, as we said last week, he's one result away. But when it sounds like it might be Thursday result away, and then it's Sunday again, and like, when's it going to end? And... When we're talking about replacements, you get I've just wrote down guys who are said that they're out of work. Anyhow, right, for me I think a lot of fans might say, Ah, he's done us in Bournemouth. He took Bournemouth out the leaks. his way of football he, the way of, his football was was brilliant and I thought like the way he left Bournemouth was like it's like any part of life we spoke about it, it's got a shelf life. Everything in life's got a shelf life, if it's your work football teams, your missies, whatever. It's got a, a, a spot where it goes right. That's that end of story. And that's just right with Bournemouth. And I thought, I think he's a brilliant candidate for the job. One, he's a free agent. Two, he'll bring freshness and he'll bring in standards for the Premier League. And they'll get Roy Keane, Stratton. If he can. Like talking about Eddie Howe, right? Let's just stick with Eddie Howe, right? Right. He took them for, was it League 2? Up to the Premier League. Sorry, mate. But right through the leagues and then he kept them in the Premier League. He took them to League 2, right up to the Premier League. Made them a Premier League club. He made them, he got them finished ninth in the Premier League with a budget probably nowhere near any of the teams he was above. He got them playing attractive football. He had young boys in playing. He brought a lot of young boys through. And he had playing really, really attractive football in the Premier League. And I feel the only reason they get relegated was through total bad luck of injuries. Mm-hmm. They were lapped with injuries. I remember watching one of their games and they had 11 first-team players out in a game. And I think they were playing somebody like Chelsea or something and they drew one each at Stamford Bridge. And I was going, that was impressive considering they had mm-hmm. 11 injuries. So the guy adapted to his injuries and that. So he's not just got a plan A. He seems to have a plan B to things. And they nearly survived in the last game of the season. Nah, that's right, yeah. And it was only the, a dodgy decision that Aston Villa got a goal scored mm-hmm. against them with a bar, but the bar didn't seem to work that day for whatever reason. And that's one reason they get relegated. And the guy probably just needed a breakfast for football. But I feel Eddie Howe is a great shout. And a shout I, I wrote down in quote is he's not an attractive manager. The fact is he'll not play attractive football. But this guy's had results all through his career. Survived, got teams to survive in the Premier League and got results. It's no pity at times, but Sam Allardyce, he's mm-hmm. a free agent again. It might not be pretty, but I wouldn't mind taking him into the end of the season if the manager gets paid 
get sacked, obviously. Um, it might not be pretty, but do we need to be pretty if we get no. 10? It's, that's it. And he'll, he'll, he'll sort that back line out, that's for sure, because he does it where every club he's ever went to. And that's I, think, I think dice again, people, as you say, might not think, oh, it's no attractive name, but see, as long as... He does he's, play a tactic. He's, uh, he's as long as he gets the standards set and the team sorted, because let's be honest, see, even looking at the day, the talent's there. There's no doubt that we've got the best, there's no doubt we've got the best squad in Scotland. There's no doubt about it. I don't care what anybody says. Talent wise, it's second to none. There's only, I've always said, there's only maybe maybe two players who I would take for Rangers is the left back and the, uh, McGregor. Anybody else I might touch. So I individually, on their day, we've got the best squad in Scotland, but fair play to them, they're the water, they know they're starting well, but we're throwing games away, man. Throwing games away. It's not like, yeah. as you says, you don't mind getting beat with Rangers if they're scoring two worldies and you're beating, you played well the full game, fair enough, hands down. But the performances are just like, is this, is this really happening? Are we actually watching this? And a lot of chances in the games we're playing. Oh. We're not like we're putting teams look comfortable under playing against mm. us. They don't look as if they're under pressure or getting worked. I, I can tell you last time we played against a team and our goalkeeper made two or three good saves. If we yeah. score goals, we score goals, but we're not actually working the goalkeepers out with it. We're not having people are having shots and any different process coming into the box that anybody's wanting on the end there. It just needs to be, if we're going to go different managers, I just feel, I feel like Lennon's on a, on a seesaw and the seesaw's tipping. I just think he's, I just think, as you say, I don't think he's going to, I don't think, I don't think he'll be at Christmas time, I'll tell you that. I think I'll put my heart, my heart, my heart, my heart, and my heart, I don't think he'll be here. Um, Christmas, I don't know. I think if we get beaten Thursday, I think he's gone. Gone. He's, he's, opinion, he's I think the fans, but I think the fans are going to end up going to Parkhead and Wyton. I generally think that's where it will be. I think that's because the fans can't get in the stadiums, but they can still go outside it. I know it's a pandemic, it's a bad situation with them, but I think fans will still go up and demand change. Because you yourself with Dyler, the fans let the, the board know and the board change. I think that's where you're going to go. This is this is a full fact, right? This isn't just about ten titles in a row. This isn't this is a full new thing. This so we'll get into this, right? We don't make a change in there, right? We just drag on the learning and it's paper near cracks and it becomes mathematically uncatchable and they win. Mm-hmm. Say they win a league. You've heard all about their obviously their financial situation. It's no fantastic, but they're just brushing that out the road now because they're all concentrating and stopping this ten. Mm-hmm. You let you let them win this league, right? They then get into the Champions League. You you have took the what we've been doing the full time is just putting the fit on Rangers' neck rather than crushing it. Aye. As long as we were one step ahead of Rangers, that's all it ever mattered. That's all it's ever been. Don't care about you. You just need to stay one step ahead of Rangers, and that's the naivety of our board that have let that happen. We had Rogers. We had a structure in place. We had everything in place. They fucked up Rogers. They weren't giving them what they wanted. And anyway, that's the full thing that happened there. Mm-hmm. We bring Lennon in, as long as we're ahead, step ahead of Rangers. We won last last season, we won the nine. We Obviously, Rangers collapsed after Christmas, but we're in a title race up to Christmas, as long as we're ahead of Rangers. Keep winning in place. See if you let this go. It's not just about the 10. It's about them maybe getting into Champions League, Aye. maybe getting £40 million, pound, maybe clearing their debt, and then maybe being in a financial state where they can go and challenge us for three and four years. Whereas mm. if we put a marker down the new and crush that hope, we can put them back three or four years. So you kind of let them go three or four years up to catching us or being in the same wavelength as us, or you could make them go back three or four years. It's how we're both back to do it. But we need to make the change sooner rather than later, in my opinion. Uh, my opinion is it should have been gone today. Personally, it's the same old press conferences from the same old... Ah, we're passive, we're slow, nay oomph, nay this, nay that. But that's your fucking job as a backroom staff and the manager to put it. It all stems from the manager. As much as the players have got responsibility to play well, 
But if they're not getting that vibe from the manager, they're walking apart. It's like they don't know what they're doing. But see what they're not on, right? If they see if they took Brown off and they were too old in, they started playing quicker. The balls were going out wide. It was in the box. Why, why is it taking doing a goal or two goals to start doing that? I, 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 the play, it was quicker. McGregor was getting a boy. He was playing Laxaw. was going forward. Edward was going to And I was like, what? Why? Why the change? Take that long to do that. Again, is that uh, is that the way the tactics are sold it? Is it to just? I don't know what it is. I don't know. I think it's just good play. That's that's the team there and good play. And it's all individuals. I don't feel we're playing as a unit as a team. You can see that when we're defending. Aye. It's like, like zigzags and all the other places. Nah, like lines are like you would defend in a line of say four across the middle and four at the back. Mm-hmm. That's not zigzag. There's people five yards in front of him, three yards back there, six yards in front of him, four yards back there. It's not uh, like zigzag. You know, other places you don't. No shape at all. Shape, no, no structure, nothing, no leadership. It just that's what I think. The manager again, it's down to him where it needs to be changed. And I've just I've wrote down a couple of other managers, Ryan, who I think they're in jobs they know, mm-hmm. but the guys that we could easily go and get is Graham Potter. At Brighton, who's doing a fantastic job, and he's done a good job at um, the team before that. I can't think of them. Fucking, don't know where they were. A Swedish team or something, is it? Swedish or something, aye, they're Swedish aye. or Norwegian or something. Um, he's done a good job there. And then the other one would be Michael O'Neill at Stoke. That's two other managers I feel realistically that we could go identify and we could get. That's just four managers. Two, it's not working, and two, are working. But I feel I love winning. I don't want this to happen to him. But this is bigger than just about mm. him. This is bigger Aye. than ten. This is about letting Rangers catch up in the level pegging us as well. We need to stop the up and now, whilst it's still a chance to catch them and get right back in and win in the league. Because if you let it go in another two, three weeks, I think one more bad result will demoralise the whole team. Because I'm like you, we all love Lennon as a player and what he's done for us, but you're no one to go further and then he starts getting, the abuse starts getting more personal towards him and starts getting more, you don't want that. Yeah. And that, that's what fans will be like that. It's just just a natural walk of life now that people, people's football team doesn't go around and they just start, it's just natural. It's just, it wouldn't be me personally, I wouldn't give me abuse personally because I know that it's, that's not his fault. It's, it's not a personal agenda against him. He's just unfortunately that it's not working. And I think we're, it's going to change. It's, he, but see, yeah. as you say, see, if you do go and beat Sparta Prague three or four nothing, and then on Sunday you win two or three, as you say, it's paper on the cracks. Yeah. If you win the next four or five games, keep clean sheets, and the football starts getting better, go right, maybe. Right, it's took a wee turn here, fair enough. Well, do you give him that chance and then we did that points again and then that's your mere points behind? So, to me, it's got to change. I've got to thank the guy for everything he's done to us and just Aye. say, look, we'll get a, we've got somebody else that we feel we've got to bring in. Whether the boards get the balls enough to do that, but if they don't do it, it could be hell. That's, that's another thing in our eye, right? See if they go and win the league. Your season book sales will tap by about 10,000. Oh, so financially, I'm able to get Let's be honest, we're out of the Champions League under Lennon, right? We're out of the Europa League, where it looks at now. Do we let it go? We're out of the league. I know. Before you lose the time, that's three, that's, that's three big massive steps that you've let them then destroy. With the last 10 games, we've got four wins, three losses, and three draws. Scored 17 and conceded 17. That's like a fucking Dundee United. Aye, I know. That's no good form at all. That's the form of Dundee United or Kamala or something. If I come and say that to you, you go, and I say, what team would that be? You go, that's maybe Dundee United, Kamala, even Hibs. Aye. You wouldn't come and say that was Celtic. I know. It just, I feel now the change has got to happen. And I don't like to see when sacked, but see the end of the day, it's about Celtic, it's not about no one. And the players need a boot up the arse. That's what the players need, a big boot up the arse. Have you any other managers in your spots that you think, Ryan? For me, mate, I think my, my he's just on Eddie Howe. 
Um, he's only a guy I, I've really kind of maybe seen rumoured or people talk about. I've never really, again, I like to think they maybe just plucked some dude like Rodgers because nobody knew he was, nobody had that but he was coming in. Um, yeah. I, I would be a standout. I, I don't know where people are getting Noffy because he's a Premier League manager at the end of the day. Um, he's, he's, that's, these days, it's the best league in the world. As you say, he finished ninth with Bournemouth. It's not like he dealt with hundreds of millions of pounds. I might have bought some scrubs, but all managers buy scrubs. So he's managed at a decent level. He's a fresh manager of new ideas, something different. As you say, attack football. He's all attack minded, and that's what the players we have got. Again, he, he could come in and he could help Shane Duffy. Listen, big man, you played down south, you should fuck not stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. for me, I think Eddie, Eddie was a standout. I think, I think his favourite with the bookies, I think he's his own money or something. So, um, he, uh, it, just, it, needs to, it needs to be a British manager aye. or a British minded manager. You can't bring a foreigner in and try and maybe it's no great English, it would take six months to implement the mm-hmm. style of play and stuff like that. It needs to be somebody that knows Celtic, knows what we're going through, and knows the importance of this season. Um, obviously, I just feel, where, does, where do you let this go to? Where will the board let this go to? Is it going to be too late, two weeks down the line? And then, I mean, wait, Rangers win their game in hand, they go 11 points, clear, or you've got two games in hand. But that's a massive advantage right away. And the players look like they're not caught with the pressure as it is. No. So what's to say you're, you're going to win the games? Well, let's be fair. Only that... You need to win the next whole fun game, simple as that. Yep, 100%. Well, I hate calling it all fun, but it's fucking Rangers game. You need to win the next Rangers game. Um, yeah. you've, you've probably got to win every game until that game and then see where we are. But I generally don't think, for me, I haven't been the same opinion. The manager's, it just looks like a broken man when he talks as well in, in the media. Yeah. It just looks like he's kind of smelling. He's like, Ah, he's even didn't play well, I fucking tore it, but I didn't play well. <laughs> I need to interview the day. He said it was exciting. The Aye. game was exciting. Who was exciting for? A guy from fucking France who just tuned in to watch the game. Aye. Who's a neutral. It wasn't exciting for us. That's that, my, to me. I smashed my fucking TV remote. <laughs> I was saying go. Get off my If I didn't have the rain in the house, I'd have probably fucking launched the telly right out the window. That's oh, just, it's just, I, it's, it's hard. I've seen people on Twitter saying that some Rangers fans, obviously I don't follow them, but you know, it's like it pops up and yeah, people like it. They're saying, ah, we've had eight or nine years of this and they've only had eight weeks of this. And, well, wait a minute, we've, we've had these standards, so the draft for that to that, you're, you're watching it and you're like, it's a mad, it's a mad movie. You've waited for there to there and you're like, how? It's the same shit. Um, Realistically, it's the same set of players. But you see, you're talking about all, we're talking about recruitment, right? You've let, you've let go Simonovic. That's his replacement. There's no replacement now. They knew, they knew, they, they must have knew that they were going to give his contract paid up. So, Duffy's come in, right? Fair enough. But realistically, you've only three centre-backs. Julian, Ayer and Duffy. Beaton can play there, but he's not centre-back. Elhamid can play there, but he's not centre-back. So, you've got three centre-backs. If us be honest, see my opinion, see if I get injured, we're fucked. Because uh, I think he's, he's starting to win a game now. He's starting to play well, and I think he's starting to maybe show why teams like AC Milan will maybe try to, try to get him. Um, I think if, if there's a lot, I think you can sit here all night and just talk about it, because... It's hard to watch. You're trying to put your finger on it as fans, and you see when you watch the game. That's another thing as well, Ryan. See if you're going for a manager. That needs to happen sooner rather than later as well. Because mm-hmm. see you let it, it run to the middle of December and just say you're just skating by the results, blah, 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 and they want to make a change. See the manager, you end up getting a manager in, and the manager comes in. Just say just after January, and he and has he managed manager's job. I've identified these three players that will make any team that I'm going to the difference, mm-hmm. and two of them have been signed up by another team. I know, I know. So that, so that all comes down to I know. 
it needs to be a manager who is out the game or in a game, who knows his players, that comes in and can implement it into the, the team. This is how we're going to play. This is where we're weak. This is where I'm going to obviously make strength in the team. And that's it. If you just let this crawl on and crawl on, and then it comes mid-January and they go on a tiny one and a half. Tag oh, yeah. and then comes to the end of the January transfer window and that guy's only got that squad to work with. And he goes out. There's two players on that team, two positions in that team I need to strengthen and I can strengthen it. So that's what it comes down to as well. The last wee bit, mate, obviously, going forward, um, just also spoke with the manager, but what do you think your opinion going forward and what you would like to maybe happen? I feel we've come one step forward and three back mm-hmm. every couple of weeks. It's just, it's nothing's changing to me. The only way it's going to change is if we bring a new manager in, he's in coaching staff, Nene this sprint, or we'll bring a manager in, John Kennedy's got to be there, or Gavin Stratton's got to be there. It needs to be a clean sweep, and the players need somebody in there to give them a boot up the arse to change things a bit, because it's to me as if the players don't even. Obviously, they understand what this season means, but it's as if they don't. Mm-hmm. It's just for the individuals. Yeah. And it also needs to be management. It, to me, the management just only getting the, the players what we know the players can play. And it's not just one or two players. It's a full it's squad. Aye, it's a full team. And to me, that's just... You need to change the management. Sorry to say it. I'm no one of these guys just sack your manager. I'm no one of these guys I wanted when to be so successful but in my own opinion we need to change the manager sooner rather than later to get this back on track before it's too late and we love to regret it I Zach's an opinion mate I think we've got to change it the new <laughs> I, I don't think they will do the new but the board have got to sit down I'd imagine they'd be sitting in the right because I think just, it's gone too far now. The, the, the performances are not changing. The players are. Again, he's questioning the attitude. Well, you're picking fucking players. So you yeah. must know their attitude and training. You must know. See, as much as I think Edwards, you're in the charms, blah, 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 they're the best players and they're going to play. You see, if their attitude's sinking to training, then don't play them. Don't, don't have them in the squad. How can the manager not get their attitude to change no. and make them that player? Like, Rogers got the attitude at them and made them the players right. and made them change and be the players. So as Lennon just knows good, as Rogers as at motivating players and getting the best out of them. Aye. Uh, and Rogers used to be able to speak Spanish, French. Aye. Um English, Spanish and French and I think something else he could speak. So maybe they respected Rogers for that side of things. I actually try to let, try to talk to him in that way. Aye. So that's just that's the difference of what a top class manager can do. You, you obviously see it now in Scotland anyway. I I kind of echo what you're saying in the podcast. I think we're kind of the same wavelength, and appreciate you having a chat again, mate. Um, hope we we'll get you back on soon again. Um, back on again for Thursday's game. We'll kind of preview the game against Spark Prague, and then obviously on the Sunday's game Sunday. Hopefully. Aberdeen can he's a wee turn and then we'll go for there uh, thanks for listening and enjoy thanks a lot Robert cheers and that's us done this week on the show and for our podcast thanks Robert once again cheers mate cheers Brian thank you when you're ready to ride Metro we want you to know we're ready for you here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe we're cleaning like never before with hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the metro. No mask, no metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. 
support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.